0: In this episode of Fictional Hangover, we talk about a precious cinnamon roll, a precious California roll, engaging in piracy, (laughs) taking the legs, (laughs) and running, (laughs) in our discussion of In Deeper Waters by F.T. Lukens. everybody, welcome to Fictional Hangover, a podcast about young adult and new adult, books, series, authors, and voice actors that is full of spoilers. I'm Amanda.
1: And I'm Claire, and today we're going to discuss In Deeper Waters by F.T. Lukens with superfan Annie! Yay! Yay. Yo-ho! Yo-ho-ho, (laughs) ladies! I'm so excited to be
2: here. Yay! i know i kind of invited myself in i think claire just meant to ask me for would you rather and i was like but i want to do
1: everything and we can't <laughs> deny you that no, can we We can't. can't deny we that cannot. vigilante anything
0: no we cannot
1: such soft touches.
0: <sighs> standard disclaimer If you haven't read this book, please remember that Fictional Hangover is all about spoilers. If you haven't read or listened and don't want to be spoiled, stop listening to us and go read or listen to the book. Then come back. If you haven't done this but want to pretend that you have, or if you don't care about spoilers, or if you just love us all so much that you don't care about any of that, then listen up.
1: Yay! Very excited to read this one because they're all piratical. Check us out. Gorgeous. 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 We really Gorgeous.
2: are. We really are. There's no scurvy. There's no scurvy. Mm-mm. We've got all of our teeth.
0: Hey, I was about to say we have all of our teeth. We all also have all of our eyeballs.
2: Yes. This is true. Um, I was att- going to attempt an eye patch, but, you know, as a person who wears glasses, that's probably not a good thing. You're,
1: like, already I limited. do have a very spangly eye patch from... <laughs> twinings
0: yes from charles twining of the twining twinings. whatever we
1: kept saying <laughs> twining, that episode twining, twining, twining. we latched we did like barnacles we
0: did we do that we tend to do that
2: i would like to say thank you to the lovely ladies at spirit halloween who went to the back to find me a pirate hat that did not have red on it because i didn't have we got a different color scheme going and mm-hmm. so they went and dug around in a box and found me this one
1: it's beautiful
0: it's kind of them oh now my feather i have a feather in my cap but it has fallen a
2: little bit there we go
0: there it is Yay. there it is
2: we need to add a feather for future reference
0: maybe it needs to go the other way does it need to go out is it jauntier if it goes out what? Go. i don't know what's happening It's fine. Everything's... Mine is craft. It's fine.
1: There is hot glue everywhere. (laughs) But that's because the store was closed by the time I would have been able to get there. I do match with Scully Joe, so I'm fine with this.
2: Scully Joe is looking fine today. I saw him. He was was looking fine. He's
1: handsome. He's very excited.
0: He's handsome. He's very cute. Anywho. We
1: should probably Anyone, get into this.
0: We probably, Back on D4, we probably
1: should. Back What have you got?
0: I found an interview on kategoodwin.com with FT Lukens. They were asked, what would you do if you spent the day with Tao? Where would you go to eat, hang out, relax, etc.? And I pulled this question because I really just wanted to ask it of you two in addition to learning what F.T. Lucan said. It definitely would not be on a boat. In the opening pages of In Deeper Waters, the reader finds Tao throwing up over the side of his brother's ship. He's not quite a fan of being on the water, so wherever we went, it would be on land. Tao would be most comfortable hanging out in his family's castle or the village outside of the keep. I would love to meet Tal's siblings as well, since I think they would be fun to be around. Yes. That doesn't really answer the question, though. I mean, it kind of does, but I feel like I feel like we should invite Tal to hang out with us instead of latching onto him and hanging out in a castle.
1: So... Well, exactly. I mean, if you read the story as well... He's happy to be out of the castle. Yes. So let's get him on the podcast. Sure. And go to Waffle House. Yes. <laughs> sure. Everything links to
2: the Waffle House. It really does. It <laughs> That's really, my really answer. Does. <laughs> I
1: like it. What do you think he would eat at the Waffle House? Well, I, 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 I think it would all be quite new... Foods, you know. I don't know if they have waffles and hash browns. In, in
0: ye, in ye old pirate times. <laughs>
2: do I remember in the story somewhere somebody made biscuits?
1: they will be ships biscuits.
2: And and I remember thinking, do they have? did they have
1: biscuits? It will be like maybe it will be like scots have... or the biscuits that you will know. They'll be yeah. hardier, longer lasting probably the kind of thing that you need to soak, in order to you know reconstitute them okay
2: and I could be confusing this with something else I've read this week
0: <laughs> I feel like they ate a lot of sausages at one point and then he vomited them all up yep he did a lot of vomiting
2: a lot he of did puking a lot in this of vomiting. book yeah. he did a lot of vomiting I mean I guess that's how you know it's true love you, you know you keep Vomiting in there, they stay with they're you. They're still there,
1: yeah. You're right. <laughs> they're still there. You know it's yeah. true love when you other the person farts in front of you.
0: Oh, well, we can't have that. <laughs> we can't, we can't have that right now.
1: Let's What's stick with puking.
0: Under? What, where would I take? Yeah. Towel? You can go to Waffle House with me. I mean, yeah. I guess I probably would. I, I think it would be exciting to take him you know, to a, to a good restaurant. Not necessarily Waffle House, maybe yeah. something a little classier, hey. even though Waffle House is the classiest of all places. Absolutely. hmm Or you know what? You know what else would be fun? You know how, like, all of the mini-golf courses are pirate-themed for whatever reason? I would take them yes. to a pirate-themed mini-golf.
1: Yes, That's oh, there, is, you, would go. there That's you, go. you go. There you go. I like it. I like yeah. it. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> do we have initial thoughts? Uh, I have had this book for over a year, well over a year, and I've struggled to find time to sit and read it. So I'm, I was so glad to actually finally have the excuse to read it to fit in with our book club theme. So you know, pirate theme. Um, it's a subtle thing this week. It is. I saw it
2: immediately after you showed a picture of it on social media, because the cover. It's beautiful. It's so pretty. It is. Yes. It's just gorgeous. So yeah. And then when I was kind of waiting and then Claire sent me a message and said, did I want to talk about pirates? with y'all and i was like Ooh, i will wait and talk about pirates i'll wait and read it then so so we've been we've been saving it for yo ho ahoy mate nice excellent
1: excellent
0: yeah i gotta be honest with you too that i just got dragged into the deep on this one
1: <laughs> 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 i walked i kraken walked came up out of yeah. the ocean wrapped all its tentacles around you and just yank yeah I almost walked the plank with it,
0: but I didn't. I don't know. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I regret saying all of that. All right. No, don't. Because actually, I'm going to link into my surprise in our discussion. That what you've just said links into what my surprise is. So we'll we'll put a pin in that thought after okay. we've read. Okay. Everything.
0: Okay. Well, let's let's get started with the summary then. Don't throw up, don't throw up, don't throw up, don't throw up, don't throw up. Tal hates the sea. He is at the ship's railing with a death grip when his older brother Garrett calls to him and saunters over. Tal is part of the royal family of Hearth, the fourth of five children, and his older siblings are set in their royal roles. Isa is next in line to the throne, Garrett is the head of the navy, and Kest is a renowned scholar, Slash bird. But Tal still feels adrift. No pun intended. His coming-of-age tour will hopefully help him grow into his own, and he's anxious to get started
1: despite the nausea. But
0: Garrett has had to stop to investigate a burning boat.
1: Amongst the wreckage, one of Garrett's crew spots a crest, and Tal recognizes a belonging to a previous king of Aseta. His sister Issa is set to marry Aseta's prince, which means Tal has been forced to study everything about the place instead of anything interesting like, you know, magic for instance. Also found on the burning ship is a chest of newly minted coins and more interestingly a survivor. The boy, Athlin, has been shackled to the derelict craft's mast while Tal is talking to Athlan and promising to keep him safe winds change, warning of an incoming storm. This causes magical sparks to flit between Tal's fingers, which Atlan sees. No! <gasps> Gasp! Whoa. Oh. Gasp.
2: Garrett questions Athlan, who gives him very little information other than to stake a claim on the chest of coins because he found it fair and square. Yeah royal chests don't work like that. No. All the while, Tal is shaken. He accidentally let someone see him use magic. It was a mistake, but it still breaks his promise he made to his mother to keep his ability hidden. Meanwhile, Garrett has given orders to get Athlan and the chest on board the war bird and to cut the derelict ship free. Tal is made to look after Athlan and try to get more information out of him. In the hold of
0: Garrett's ship, Athlan complains his legs are tired from being on them so long and begs to be set free, and says he doesn't see why Tal doesn't just use his magic to get the iron fetter off his ankle. Tal is wary of his magic and of keeping it secret. He is the only person alive with magic and is worried what others will think about him should they find out. There are already rumors circulating through the different kingdoms about him and whether he has magic, like his very evil great-grandfather, or if he's just frail and weak.
1: Eventually, Athlan reveals that the derelict ship's crew fled after the mast was struck by lightning three days ago, but he'd been aboard for several weeks. Then he makes a deal with Tal. If Tal breaks the irons on his leg, which are causing him great pain, Athlan will tell them all about the chest of coins. Tal manages to magically burst the fetter apart and Athlin is so elated that he grabs Tal's wonderfully magical hands and presses a kiss to his palm. Ah! Oh, mm. Swoon! Mm. Now he is free to go on deck and is finally able to get some light and air. Once above deck, Athlin promptly dives over the rail and into the sea. <laughs> whoop, whoop.
2: Tal is distressed by Athlon throwing himself overboard, so Garrett consoles him and tells Tal it is a good thing he cares so much as the last person to wield magic. Their great-grandfather did not care at all. Tal's being able to wield magic is rare, but it's not the only kind of magic in the world. His brother Kest, for instance can shift into a bird, and tales used to be told of the existence of other magical beings like unicorns and mermaids.
0: Mermaids? You don't say. (laughs) A short time later, the warbird docks at the port city of Baton, and Tal goes to explore with Shay, the royal family's most trusted soldier, following him. Tal hears a familiar voice and spots Athlon in the crowd trying to barter for medicine with pearls and sea glass. The merchant is greedy and says the pearls are poor quality, so Tal intercedes and sets the man straight. His royal signet ring gives a very clear signal to the merchant not to mess with him and to do what he says. In gratitude for the medicine needed to heal a friend's sick mother, Athlan gives Tal a shark tooth and takes him to his friend Dara's house in a poorer area of the town.
1: Dara, she isn't impressed by the prince, and is downright rude to Tal when he expresses concern for her mother. The other royals have never done anything for folk like her, so they have not earned her respect. In addition to her rudeness, Dara knows something about Athlan and mocks Tal for his ignorance. Before Tal leaves, Athlan promises to thank him properly. (gasps) (laughs) Back on the ship, Kest arrives in bird form. He was sent by the Queen to check on her youngest son after Tal sent her a missive. There is a piece of parchment in his mother's study that he can magically transmit letters to. Kess also updates his brothers on the arrival of Issa's betrothed under much pomp and ceremony.
2: At breakfast, Tal tells Garrett he wants to spend the day giving out medicine to the people to help with the illness that is spreading through town. This is not the way that Garrett spent his coming-of-age tour. As Tal is getting ready to head out, one of the sailors on their ship calls him a perversion and attacks him. But thankfully, Shay intercedes, though the sailor gets away. This does not put Tal off from helping the people. And with a list of supplies provided by Dara, he spends a day giving out medicine. After his good deed is complete, Tal, Garrett, and Shay head to a tavern where Tal finds Athlan Badly singing, "Body sea shanties. (laughs) (laughs) He greets him, but their exchange doesn't go well. Athlon says Tal is too soft to be a prince, which puts Tal in a bad mood, and so he heads back to the ship. He wants to go alone, but Shay won't allow it. As a compromise, she gives Tal her dagger and follows 20 paces behind, so of course something happens to him. (laughs) Athlon pops up, pulls Tal into the shadows, and takes him to his sea cave home oh
0: the cave is covered in trinkets and jewels all of which remind athlan of his family he tells tal the one he has picked up reminds athlan of his sister's wait. <laughs> tail wait tail 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 he said tail
2: right
0: tail he said tail he said said tail Evelyn finally tells Tal why he was chained on the pirate ship he was forced to dive for the treasure chest dropped into the bay because he's a merman the last merman Ooh. Oh! Ooh. Ooh. At this revelation, he goes into the pool and shows Tal his beautiful red tail. Atlan then tells the story of how he lost his family. One day, the sea floor shifted and cracked, and he was separated from his family. He tried to find them, but the water around the cracks was too hot and burned his scales. Then, dead. Merfolk filled the sea. Mm. Athlan was so lonely and desperate to find his family that he made a deal with the sea witch to have legs, but didn't tell Tal the bargain he made with her.
1: After this tale, pun intended, Tal needs to return to the ship and Athlan escorts him from the surf. When Tal reaches the dock, however, he is attacked by some ruffians and a wildcat shifter. Despite his attempts to fight back with Shear's dagger, he is kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> Tal wakes up injured and imprisoned on a ship, his signet ring gone. He could break free from his prison, but can't r- risk the pirates finding out about his magic. The captain, Zeph, tells Tal she picked him up for the ransom, assassination, war and magic. he learns that his kidnapping has something to do with his sister Issa's wedding but he isn't sure if it is to ensure it goes through or fails Zeph assures Tal she will keep him alive but if he wants to eat he must work before the labour begins Tal is taken to see the healer Poppy who is nice but pretty intense about the magical folk of the sea and believes in mermaids and the sea witch Desperately wants to meet her.
0: I mean, I kind of want to meet the sea witch too. I'm not, oh, not going to yeah. lie. I'm not
1: going to lie. Yeah. You <laughs> can tell. You know she's interesting. Yeah.
2: The days turn to weeks of back-breaking labor and abuse for Tal at the hands of his captors. They are determined to get him to reveal that he has magic and are trying to punish it out of him. He's almost broken and keeps looking at the sea for a familiar tale. One night in his cell, Tal spots a scrap of sail and uses his magic. He wills it to move into his cell. He then takes the sharp tooth, cuts his finger, and uses his blood as ink to write his family, telling them that he has been kidnapped, but to continue with the wedding and sends a message by magic to the parchment on his mother's desk. Zeph visits and sows seeds of doubt in Tal, and Poppy visits with water, but he knows he can't trust her as she also pushes him to use his magic. Finally, Poppy reveals they are in the more aligned seat. At last, he has a location to tell his family. Hooray!
0: (laughs) Two nights later, a sound wakes Tal. It's a bird! It's Kest. He shifts to human and tells Tal that Garrett will be here by sunrise and that he only needs to hold on for a few more hours. Shifting back to a bird, Kest flies off, though Tal begs him not to go. When Garrett's ship is on the horizon, the pirates prepare themselves. Zeph doesn't believe Tal is magic, considering, you know, he's told her over and over and over again that he's not, and then suffered all the punishment for it. It's a shame, she says. If he was magic, they were going to pass him to Ossetia to use as a weapon, and Issa's betrothed prince Emmerich's name. Now they're just gonna kill him and blame the kingdom of Mistin who protested the alliance and start a war. Magic boils in Tal and he releases a pillar of fire and the ship starts to burn. Zeph cuffs Tal in iron restraints and as she goes to kill him, Kest flies in and attacks. As the ship starts to go down, Tal spots Athlan in the water, and he grabs Tal and manages to get him into a jolly boat.
1: Tal wakes up cold, still cuffed, but in Athlan's course. Athlan urges Tal to use his magic to break free, but Tal feels extremely guilty for using his magic so violently against the pirates.
0: They're freaking After pirates! So- <laughs> they kidnapped <laughs> you! Burn There's them!
2: A-
1: burn them!
0: They-
2: you're allowed! Yarr, be the pirate code! <laughs> the pirate code says if they if they do this to you, you are allowed. Any means. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Murder them. Murder them all.
1: Yarr, the pirate code say
2: murder. Yarr.
1: Yarr. <laughs> Yarr. <laughs> After some gentle coaxing. Athlan convinces Tal to snap the irons, but he's not doing very well, and Athlan can't look after him by himself, so he enlists Dara to help. As Dara is about to toss Tal's shirt, he grabs the shark tooth from its pocket, and Athlan is shocked he still has it. (coughs) Dara insists that Tal must go home, and he's willing, but too afraid to travel by boat. He needs to talk to his mother about the alliance since he learned that Zeph kidnapped him to use as a weapon in Emmerich's war.
2: A little later, Dara and Athlan come to Tal with news. Tal has been officially declared dead. <laughs> not murdered. Though though murdered, not assassinated, so not politically motivated yet. <laughs> The perpetrators have been captured or killed, but there is a bounty for information and the townsfolk have implicated Athlan. What? No. No, you people. You keep him safe. He is precious. He's a precious little cinnamon roll. Athlan has heard that Issa has married Prince Emmerich and that the wedding was brought forward so as to not conflict with the funeral rites. On the plus side, He found Shay's dagger in the sea.
0: He's just a little treasure hunter. He's a precious little cinnamon roll. It's
2: shiny. I found
0: it. He is a very fishy cinnamon roll, though. (laughs) I don't want to eat that cinnamon roll. No. Mm -mm. He's a
1: California roll. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Okay, so you agree. Tal is a precious cinnamon roll and Athlan is a precious California roll. Yes. I, yes. Love, it. Yeah. I love it, I love it. I'm hungry, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Athlan
0: and Dara nurse Tal, if not back to health, at least enough so he's ready to travel home. This is fortunate, as Dara tells them about seeing a funeral procession of kingdom knights and soldiers led by Shay. Tal needs to speak to Shay, but Dara refuses to go get her because she's scary and <laughs> will think Dara had something to do with Tal's death. She still refuses, even when Tal tells her she'll be safe from Shay if she mentions the crush that Shay has on the second prince.
1: Ooh! Ooh.
0: Athlyn volunteers instead and, wearing a ludicrous disguise, steals a bag of apples in front of Shay, which causes her to chase him straight to Tal's meeting spot. Shay grabs Tal, hugs him, and tells him Garrett and Kest searched the sea and the burning ship for him until it nearly killed them. Tal tells Shay that he was rescued by Athlin, and he and Dara nursed him while he recovered. Meanwhile, Tal's death is invoking sympathy for the impeding war after it is declared an assassination, and Tal needs to stop it. Tal tells Shay that Mistin isn't to blame. It's Prince Emmerich. But Shay doesn't believe him and says that Emmerich couldn't find his way out of a rose garden and that Issa picked him because he's easy on the eyes, easily managed, and they share genuine affection. I'm glad that that is mentioned She's like, nah. He's pretty and he's dumb, but they like each other. <laughs> but first, he's pretty, and second, he's dumb.
1: As ruler, <laughs> well, I think that's very important qualities. You know, in this order, he's be pretty, he's be dumb. Oh, pretty sweetheart.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I <laughs> guess we can get along. It's fine. <laughs> Tal doesn't believe any of this, and he insists he needs to get home, and orders Shay to leave a horse for him. The next morning
1: <laughs> the following morning dara gives tal and athlin a bag of food and a map she is marked with their route ordering them not to leave the path to only make small fires and to take care they are off Atlan's legs hurt as they ride and they get worse as the journey progresses he insists it is only because he is not used to riding a horse but tal is not sure that the real reason and is uh, feeling the loss of their intimacy. <laughs> In Athlon's cave, they became close, but now Athlon is pulling away from him. Tal regrets his fear of travelling by boat because if they had, they would be making port soon, instead of having three more days travel ahead. Plus, Athlon would have the relief of the sea, which Tal is convinced is the real reason for Athlon's leg pains.
2: Oh, he's oh. wrong! Oh! Can sense a storm coming, but Tal dismisses his warning. When the violent storm hits, they are forced to find shelter at a tavern. For a coin, the tavern boy gives Tal the news and he tells him of the rumor of Tal's magic and that his assassination was falsified so the queen can go to war. In their room, Tal and Athlan share a couple of kisses aww, mm-hmm. before Athlan pulls away and leaves. Now it seems that Prince Tal and his responsibilities may be the cause of Athlin's distress. No.
1: <laughs>
0: Tal follows Athlin, and he finds him hiding behind a curtain because the pirates who kidnapped him are there. As they both hide, the cat shifter from Tal's kidnapping dramatically strides into the tavern in her human form. Tal and Athlin listen to their conversation and learn that the cat shifter's mistress wants to expand her borders, and to do so, they're going to go after another of Tal's family, the bird. <gasps> no! No, No! no, cats! no! 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 <laughs> Suddenly, the curtain is pulled back and the cat shifter stands over Tal and Athlin. Not recognizing Tal and not knowing who Athlin is, she assumes that they're finding company in each other. Ooh. So she throws them a coin and tells them to get a room. Tal and Athlin don't
1: need to be told twice. Escaping to the room, Tal and Athlin hurry to pack their things. They need to leave. <laughs> Tal takes a moment to look at the coin the cat shifter tossed him and realises it is stamped from Asetia. Before Tal and Athlan can escape through the window, though, the pirates charge into the room.
0: Damn it.
1: Tal makes a stand, summoning fire, and grabs a sword. He is able to take out two of the pirates, and the third stops in her tracks, seeing the magic on display, and makes a run for it. She
0: just nopes right the
1: hell out of there. She does. Nope. It's a smart nope. pirate <laughs> not, right there. not going to do it. Nope. Ta- Tal and Athlan make their escape, but are met by more pirates outside. They banter, they curse, they fight, and magic is thrown. Then Athlan takes a dagger and stabs it into the captain's heart. At this, the other pirates run off, giving Tal and Athlan the opportunity to escape. For real at the time. <laughs> really, <laughs> run.
2: Eventually, they reach the castle, and Tal demands to be allowed in with an urgent message for the queen. It takes a little persuasion for the guards to believe he is actually Prince Tal demanding entrance into his own home, but they ring the warning bell at his command. Tal uses his magic to make a very dramatic entrance into the throne room where Issa, her husband, Emmerich, Garrett, and their guards are. They're so relieved he's still alive! Yay. Yay! But Tal's more concerned over Kest, who they assure is in his room with guards. He's also concerned by Emmerich, who is stunned at his magic. Tal accuses him of knowing what his sister Vanessa has been plotting. Because twist it was his sister the whole time. <gasps> evil, evil bitch.
0: He's too pretty and stupid to have had anything to do with it. Yeah,
1: he's, he's so <laughs> ornamental.
0: <laughs> he's, he's decorative. He's decorative. <laughs> Tal tells Issa and Garrett everything he's found out, but Emmerich calls him lies and says his sister would never do that. Vanessa enters the throne room at that exact moment with her maid and states her brother is too dim-witted to conspire to anything and confirms that all the accusations about her are true. (laughs) Vanessa is confident she can blackmail Tal and the Hearth royal family since she's sure they wouldn't want the rumors of Tal's magic to be confirmed. Meanwhile, the maid shifts into a cat and lunges, causing a fight to break out as the queen walks in with Cory, Tal's youngest sister. Before the maid and Vanessa can escape, they are caught and taken into custody, along with Emmerich.
1: Aww. Aww. Oh, poor sweet Emmerich. Tal reunites with his mother and introduces Athlan to everyone. The queen leaves to stop a war and his siblings crowd in. It's just a normal war of dear the royals, isn't it? Tal insists on seeing Kest, who is thankfully in bed and not assassinated. Thank
0: goodness. Thank
1: goodness. <laughs> we all expected him not to be there. But he is hurt from an archer shooting at him when he was a bird. Kest returns Tal's signet ring that was sent to the castle without ransom. Later in his rooms, Tal finds Athlan fast asleep in his bath. No, a tail Aww. hanging over the brim no. it's a Aww. dobs
2: it's precious
1: the precious precious California precious
2: roll. California roll the precious California roll
1: <laughs> <laughs> sometime the next day strange noises wake Tal and he pulls his magic for protection but it's just Garrett and Corey they tell him there has to be a meeting and that Tal and Athlon's presence is required but not until after they eat.
2: Let's get the important things. We need food. Yes, yes. The Queen's council room is filled with the royal family and Tal recounts the events of his kidnapping, his rescue, the days spent in the cave and the journey home. His family is very proud of him, but they wonder about how Athlan saved Tal from the middle of the sea when everyone else thought he was dead. Athlan tells them the truth about his rescue and shows them all his true form. Tao realizes his mother knew all about merfolk as she stares at the tapestry covered with all sorts of magical folk. She reveals that her grandfather, Tao's great grandfather, King Lon, attacked all the magical creatures, either killing them or driving them away, including the merfolk. It seems that all the myths they read as children were true now they all wonder why athlin has legs so he admits he made a bargain with the sea witch for them but he doesn't say what the bargain is
0: come on guy you gotta tell us Secrets.
1: Secrets.
0: the discussion then turns to emmerich and vanessa isa doesn't believe her new husband was involved and doesn't want to annul their marriage She decides the situation will be better handled if they keep their vows. However, the king of Ossetia needs to formally apologize for his siblings. They also agree that Tal can no longer hide his magic, so he will show the other kingdoms he is not his great-grandfather and will not use his magic for evil. Isa says they will have a celebration of joy, which will bring the other kingdoms to them, and Tal can show them all his true nature.
1: The discussion takes one more turn as the Queen asks for Cory and Athlan to step out. She tells her older children that the King of Miston has a 17 year old bastard daughter he wants to make legitimate, and that he may forgive the war if she were to marry into the hearth royal family. Tal believes, since he's the closest in age, that he will have to marry the girl, but Garret won't let him because he sees the way Tal and Athlone look at each other. Kest steps up next, but Garrett also refuses to let him do it, knowing that he and Cher have feelings for each other. So he volunteers. He's 23, not an old man. Come on. (laughs) Besides, he says, it's time to settle down. The Queen agrees with all of this.
2: Later, Garrett and Tal go to question Vanessa's maid, the cat shifter, in the dungeon. On the way, Tal hears a familiar voice. It's Poppy, the woman who helped keep him alive on the pirate ship. And she's very pleased she didn't kill him. And he (laughs) agrees. Poppy asks if the merfolk or the Sea Witch saved him, which is shocking because not many people know of their existence. Tal pushes her for more information. And Poppy says that the Sea Witch was a mage driven into the sea by fire. His great-grandfather's fire, to be exact. Mm. She begs Tal to free her. But Garrett comes back and drags Tal out of the dungeon. Great grandfather. Evil. Come on, guy. So evil.
0: Tal is disappointed Athlan isn't waiting for him in his room. He wants to share the news that his mother approves of their relationship and wants to make sure Athlan is comfortable at the palace should he choose to stay. When Athlin does return, it's when Tal is fast asleep, and he wants to know if Tal is going to marry the princess. When Tal says he's not going to marry her, Athlin's relief is visible. Then Tal notices Athlin is fully dressed, with shoes and waistcoat and a collar, and there's not a single hole in any of his clothes at all. Tao confesses that he wants to be with Adlin and shows him a hidden garden with a seawater pool and offers it to him if he wants to stay. Oh, oh. and you know what? He does want to stay. Oh <laughs> They kiss passionately and return to Tao's room.
1: Oh <gasps> Big that. During the early morning, Athan can feel the pain of the sea witch calling in her debt. Terrible timing. Terrible. Mm, terrible timing. He finally confesses to Tal that the blood of his beloved was the price for his legs, but he made that deal because he never thought he would find someone to be his beloved. <sighs> As his love for Tal grew, so did the pain in his legs. Tal says he will pay whatever price the sea witch asks to take away Athlan's pain, but Athlan won't allow it. A messenger interrupts them then, bringing word from the king of Assetia, and tells Tal his presence is needed.
2: All these people's timing are really bad. It's really bad. Really bad. really bad timing. There is a formal gathering as Vanessa is escorted out to be sent home to her very displeased brother and the crowd boo and toss rotten fruit at the disgraced princess. Vanessa spits hatred toward Tal and bemoans not killing him herself, especially after his family had her maid killed. But she can rectify that and kill a sister, perhaps. Tal then spots an archer taking aim at Cory and sends a burst of fire at the arrow, but he only singes it. It wasn't Corey who was hit, but Athlan, who pushed Corey out of the way. Oh, Tal- oh he's so, he's so, he's, so good. he's so good. Tal orders Garrett to take Athlin to the sea before running to the dungeon for Poppy. Tal demands to know the sea witch's name so he can summon her and freeze Poppy for it. Her name is Morwen. <gasps> At the
0: sea, Garrett has brought Athlon and helps Tal carry him into the surf. Tal begs the sea for Morwen. The sea which is magic is palatable as she appears. Tal wants to save Athlon and offers her his blood, but now she requires a life for a life. Poppy screams from the beach and runs into the sea. She will gladly give her life and pledges herself to Morwen. Tal slashes his arm with the shark tooth, throws some of his blood in too, just in case. The bargain is struck, and the sea witch produces a shell for him to fill with his blood as Poppy walks into a wall of water and emerges as a spirit of the sea. Athlins life is saved. Hooray! <laughs> Tal wakes later, surrounded by his siblings, having nearly drowned after making the deal with the Sea Witch, and they tease him mercilessly. <laughs> Athlan is sitting in his mer form with Cory a short distance away. Tal goes to Athlan and confesses he may have damned his descendants by giving his blood to the Sea Witch, but he doesn't regret it. They then... Roll around the beach kissing.
1: Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Months pass. Not oh, just them kissing on the beach.
0: Yeah, that's how yeah, it that is true. That's what happened the entire just, time. Just constantly California just, roll, just rolling
1: back rolling. and forth, getting all sandy. Uh-huh. But still delicious. Yes. But let's interrupt that with a wedding the arranged marriage between Garrett and the illegitimate misted daughter was rejected and she eloped with her handmaiden and her fencing instructor this is Kest and Shea's wedding I'm so excited before this ceremony begins Tal will announce himself to the officials and attendants no longer hiding who and what he is Everyone is curious about the last great mage who bargained with the sea witch and lived, and who was betrothed to the last merman. Now, though, he's surrounded by Athlan, Kest, Shea, Issa, Emmerich, Garrett, and Corey. They banter and jibe as only loving family can before the queen enters and orders everyone out so they can begin the celebrations. <gasps>
2: oh, yes. So precious. Happy
1: Mm -hmm. The end. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, we're gonna go dance the wedding while everybody else listens to messages from the podcast. Toast the bride and groom. We will toast the bride and groom.
0: Have a cinnamon roll and a California roll and a California roll. (sighs) (laughs) Hi there, I'm Volly, one of the hosts of the Reading Queens podcast if you love books fandom discussions and having a good time join your new internet friends as we take on such topics and more hosted by a group of published authors reading queens is a podcast for every book lover every week we get together to blab about our favorite books why we love them and the book boyfriends we wish were real you can find the episodes on apple spotify google podcasts and other platforms with a new episode launching every wednesday
1: thanks now back to the show Right, is everybody full of cinnamon rolls and California rolls and toasted their champagne? God, I really wish I was. I've
2: had champagne, and I'm a little tipsy. No, not really. <laughs> no, I've had rum because I'm a pirate.
1: Yar. I do
2: have a little taste of rum in my, in my <laughs> mouth.
1: And in you mouth. too can get a fictional hangover book if you go to Redbubble. Thank you very much.
0: Fictionalhangover.redbubble.com <laughs>
2: For all your this favorite fictional hangover themed that. merchandise.
0: <laughs> oh, Second little bit of advertising up. there.
1: It's fine. I love it when it's impromptu. It's fine. <laughs> wow. Which is 99% of the time. <laughs> anywho. 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 <laughs> I think. <laughs> Annie, do you want to start the ball rolling? I think but we, we
0: should have Annie
1: start. With this.
2: The standout moments? Yes. Um, I was expecting like the typical, I'm a prince, you're the captain of the pirate ship. I mean, that's, looking at that picture on there. Um, so the minute that Athlan says, There's, I found them and they're shiny, I went, oh, man. <laughs> I found another one the bottom of the sea, and it's shiny, and it's mine, I'm like, merman. Um, and so that was such a pleasant surprise because I do love me a merman uh, story. Um, and then when I was listening, because uh, I got the audio book too, and I was listening in the grocery store as I'm doing my my shopping, and when the big reveal came, I stopped in the middle of the snack aisle at Reese's and went yes merman and and then I immediately texted Claire because I didn't know if Amanda had finished reading and I didn't want to spoil so I'm like I'm literally standing in the middle of the snack aisle messaging Claire I knew he was a merman
1: (laughs) I literally howled when I got that message through I was like "Yes, yes yes
2: yes so if if there was a crazy woman in your research and talking about merman, mermaids, um, yeah, that was me. And, sorry. Sorry, no, sorry. Uh, sorry, 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 not sorry, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, so I, uh, yeah, I was totally not expecting that.
1: That's fair. That's fair. That's fair.
2: Um, I do want to talk about the audio book. I, I
0: also want to talk about the audiobook. Do
1: we all have the same issue with the audio book? I kind of hated was like, it. I was
2: like fine with it. I was floating along and listening along and we're in this like magical, magical kingdom. And then Prince Emmerich starts talking and I'm like, what the hell? Did we go to Texas all of a sudden? Yeah. What <laughs> yeah, was? Girl.
0: What was the deal with that? It was that, so I- out of place.
2: It was so out of place. I was like, is he from Texas?
1: <laughs>
2: He's from the kingdom of
1: Texas. He's
2: I had to check kingdom to see
1: if te- my AirPods hadn't picked up my husband's audiobook <laughs> when it happened. Because sometimes it does. The Bluetooth connection gets a bit wily. And I, th- I honestly thought I picked up his book. But no, no, no. No, they're from Texas. They're from Texas.
2: Yeah, so apparently emmerich's brother is the ruler of texas
1: so yeah
2: but it's just it it's just
0: sense. emmerich who has the accent though because just, vanessa yeah, was vanessa was fine um i he had was, he yeah i had he some was, other he, issues was, with the audio though too it wasn't just emmerich it wasn't just honky-tonk emmerich <laughs> Honky, donky,
2: donky. that's what i got
1: Oh, oh, you I'm the prince of Tonks. I'm the prince
2: Honkton. Yeah, honk.
1: I just yeah. might be the princess of of Honk. It was.
0: There were there were a few times when Athlin sounded so stupid, like, but I don't know what to do right now, ooh, ooh, ooh. like. Why'd you just get dumb all of a sudden? What happened? Because there are other times when he has like a, this vast vocabulary, but then he's like, oh, but I, don't, I don't know what to do. Oh, I'm just a merman. Like, what happened? And also, the queen sounded like a king. <laughs> I was not impressed with the audiobook
2: well as often is the case when I have both a, a print copy or a Kindle copy and the audiobook I will um, get to a point in the audiobook where I just want to know what happens and so then I like put it down and I finish reading and then I go I, so I went back and finished listening and then and I once again Emrick came back on and it was like oh we're back to Texas Okay. <laughs>
1: so the, um yeah not, had a different a, accent as well she had like a like a middle eastern accent yeah but consider she's supposed no. to be you know the setia aristocrat yeah it just was descended of it was a bit weird it it was a it, it, it
2: was it was not a, a favorite audiobook by no. any means it was like a, it was good you know nice because you could continue listening in the story whilst shopping for grace but um yeah,
1: not a great audiobook no mm. um choices would definitely be
2: i i want to know this is not a standout moment but i um uh, didn't ever catch maybe i just missed it or maybe it wasn't told what was the cost of Tao giving his blood to the sea witch? I mean, was it ever said? Is it, or was mm-hmm. it just?
1: Uh, oh, this is just a bad idea. It's a bad idea, and yeah. it's likely going to result in his descendants having to pay that price.
0: I so, hope that his descendants have tentacles—face
1: tentacles, <laughs> tentacles or like you know. Um, like tentacles.
0: I mean, you know, maybe they can. They're gonna take after their second father, and you know, be half person, half the octopus, or something. Which acceptable. leads me to another
2: question: When Athlan shows the queen his hand, and it's like his, he's like, "I'm showing you my true form." There was no water. I mean, I thought. The mar- if you're a mar person you got to have some water to like transform so maybe he it's, doesn't it's need really it
1: said in this one though it's not splash yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> and, and, and so it's like oh here's here's my my webbed fingers and like to and she just door. immediately knows
1: you make the assumption that they need water because the the tail it's easier yeah. to transform in the water when you Going to produce a tail, and also
0: it's easier to produce a tail when you have to take off your pants and your dick comes out to be in the water. It's less <laughs>
2: embarrassing.
1: You don't I really want to be showing your future mother-in-law your penis. No, you, no don't. you
2: don't. No, that's not a good. That's not a good way to start it off. No, I did love when um he got out of the uh, he came came ashore i think in the, it was
1: in the cave and dar was there when he and when she's he like came
0: what? when he came
2: ashore
1: ashore ashore <laughs> so, so you were picking up those puddles as well <laughs>
2: she's like pants and he's like oh land land rules okay yeah.
0: <laughs> oh i can't just walk around with my dick out
2: you can't just walk around with my dick out
1: why can't i walk <laughs> around with my penis out that's what i do we i I
2: I also you know the another story that I want her to write. I want to read the story of the illegitimate daughter who runs who elopes with her handmaiden
1: and the fencing instructor. Yes, yes. I want, I want that. I want one.
2: to read that story. Yeah, so, I need that. I need she's that just, story. Like, throw it in there. She just she, and her fencing instructor. And I also want to know um, the lyrics to the sea shanty song about foam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We
1: need to know that. I, I want two other stories. I want the story of his descendants. And yeah. the, his the tentacle descendants. And yes, his tentacle descendants and the repercussions of the sea witch. Um, and at that point, I kind of want Poppy to be the sea witch. Mm. Yeah. Um and the other story is I want to know about King Lorne. I want I and I think Jay Kristoff, I want Jay Kristoff's style horror, decimation, brutality, yeah. all the fucks, shits, cunts, bastards and bitches yes. thrown in there. Yes. I want a graphically detailed horror story of King Lone massacring. Yes. All these magical folk and trying to take over the world. I think it'll be quite an interesting.
0: That would be more my style, I think.
1: Yeah, I this was one, dark.
0: this one was precious and lovely, but everyone knows I need,
2: I need you, some, you, I need some going. You, you need it. You need to go a wee bit darker. Yeah, yeah,
1: wee bit darker. wee bit darker. It yeah. was definitely a Sunday afternoon light raid. like. You know, you just want to fill in a few hours, quick read. Yeah. 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 I enjoyed it. Yeah, I but... really did. I enjoyed the fact that, like, there was the integration of the LGBTQ community into the world. And, you know, when when Tal meets Aslan and Garrett's like, oh, there was a boy, who was there? There was a boy. And,
2: you know, this I mean, natural assumption mom.
1: that everybody will go with whomever they want. That's yeah. it's fine. And I love that. That's one of yeah, my favorite
0: final thought quotes, actually.
1: That's yeah, the, the whole um,
2: just acceptance and it's just, it is what it is and nobody questions it. That's nice. That's nice to see. Mm-hmm. Um, as you all know, I'm a wee bit older than you all. And I, you know, I don't know when young adult became a thing, but but back in my day, the only like young adult books, featured what blonde white girls who go to college to find a husband that were, you know, there was no, there was nothing. So I am always charmed by a book like this. That is just like, Oh, yes. You love who you love. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's precious. I'm always happy to see that in a book.
0: And also you just run off and have a happy Polyamorous marriage, because there's, you know,
1: nothing wrong with like that. It's, it's just a you do you, as long as you're not hurting anybody. consenting right? don't hurt anybody. That's, that's fine. our and like that's that's our life motto. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's amazing, it's lovely. I also liked the fact that there was so many women in power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it was very very female dominated. But also that the bad guy was a bad girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. that. Zeph was o- Captain Zeph. E- and-
2: equal opportunity for women. You yes. can be, you can be the evil, but evil bad guy, bad girl. Equal so opportunity
1: villain race. Yes, it was yes. wonderful. I adored that because girls can be baddies too. Yes. <laughs>
2: And I honestly, and I think that this is, this is like bringing in some current events. I think it's, it was, it was interesting to see that, that there are, you know, it's like the queen and then the daughter is going to rule because as, as we know, Queen Elizabeth has just passed away Mm -hmm. and they put that up there on the TV screen of this is what the succession line looks like and it's all men and it's going to be all men until I die, or you know, it's there, there's never going to be another queen in my lifetime. So, regardless about how you feel about the monarchy, but just the passage of that, that it, it's nice to see that it doesn't automatically go to the guys. Yeah, you know?
1: I mean, to be to, in defense of the monarchy in my country, which this is a rare occurrence, me defending the monarchy in my country, um the line of succession is the firstborn, and you can't control gender you probably yeah. can but you can't control gender and it just so happens to be boys that were born first
2: well um, yeah
1: and it, it was the same in the case of in hearth you know that it was the queen was the queen and Issa was the first born she was the uh but also the most suited for the role as is well. that right i thought garrett was the oldest no garrett was the second okay he was okay. yeah and then, cast, yeah. then Helen and Corey, so yeah, it was. It was, but it was just nice to have that in there. Um, yeah, and um, like Shay
2: is like a badass.
1: She's like a commander she, of the army or something, yeah, isn't she?
2: Yeah, yeah, and she's just like kicking. She's kicking ass and taking names, um, and nobody thinks anything of it. She's not like eh, it's not like oh, you're a girl, you're a That's another thing that I I referencing how young adult has changed since now versus what I grew up with. There were never any girls doing anything, Mm anything. They were, you know, they, their main goal was to either, um, a career that was very female or oriented, you know, like a teacher or a nurse. There was Mm -hmm. never anybody wanting to, there were never any girls fighting, fighting sea witches or dragons or demons or any of that. And so, I, I like I like to see see that it, it, it to to see a um, a empowered it's like yeah I'm as good as you and I will just kick your ass if you just fuck with me. Mm-hmm.
0: I also appreciated the fact that Kest was allowed to marry Shay, like there were no yes. oh but you have to marry someone from a royal family, yes. and they were all and and the scene where. They found out about this bastard daughter and they're like, okay, well, you know, oh, Tal's like it's going to be me because I'm the same age. So it just makes sense. And then Garrett's like, no, no, no. And then Cast is like, no, 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 I'll do it because you're happy right now. And then Garrett's like, no, no, you're both happy. I am not interested in anyone, so I'll just get married because why not?
2: And he, yes. I, I, I really, I really appreciated that. That was good. Yeah. The whole like, because then it wasn't the same old
1: uh, royalty, normal person trope you've seen 50 mm-hmm. billion times. Yeah. Yes. There was no marriage of convenience because even the queen was like, I, I do not ever want to ask you of this. But I have to ask this time. And she didn't want to do it. She didn't want to be in that position. And it, you can tell it killed her to ask this of her children. But it's not just Kest marrying Shae. Like, Tal married Athlan. And yes, Athlan is a merman. But he's also not a royal. Yeah, he's nobody. So yeah. the fact that the Queen, that the, the entire royal family, are happy for, for who, their are Line to marry into whichever family they want. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be an aristocrat. It can be anybody, mm-hmm. and that's delightful. Like even Shea, which we know, marry she marries Kest in the end. But they say very early on that Shea was a childhood friend, so she has the same rights to take the Mickey out of Tal as what Garrett and Kest does
2: mm-hmm. because they
1: grew up together, and it's that. Lack of pompousness and that I really quite enjoyed because it's it's very prevalent within you know so many books, but also within society. I, and I hate that it's like it, this this the definitions of class. It's awful. But again, tying into what you were saying about you know Garrett volunteering, at last a wahia book with family care about each other
0: yes every single oh one of them it's
1: amazing God. love and support like it we didn't cover it's it in wonderful. the story but is also by the reading of it he suffers from a lot of depression yeah yeah um and a lot of you know other mental health um illnesses which is one of the reasons why he's taken to the his bed it's not just because of the wound from the archery from the archer it's because he feels complete guilt over Tal's quote-unquote death. Mm-hmm. So it's the inclusion of the fact that there are mental health illnesses in the world and that they are trying to help their brother through this. That's yeah. why Tal was so desperate to go and see Kest. say, I'm alive, I'm here, it's okay, do not feel guilty, let's hug it out. I just, I, I loved it. I loved every scene. Where they take the piss out of each other. That, that was, was fun. Was so fucking I love, um, awesome. When
2: the when the queen comes in the room and she's like, "Are all my children here?" And Corey says, "Yep, even the extra ones." <laughs> and you know, it's just that once they accept somebody as their sibling's partner, they're like, "Yep, they're family. Come on." Yeah, there's none of that. No, we don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, it was. It was. It was. It was. It was nice to see a, a happy, happy family. Like, yeah.
0: So who was everyone's favorite character?
2: Well, as you know, I, I, I do love me a merman. Um, I love merman stories. Um, get me talking about Gail Carriger's, um San Andreas Shifters, and I will just fangirl all about Marvin the Merman because he's just awesome. Um, so, yeah... He, I love I love the mer the merman, but we're gonna not go with like the main character. We're gonna go with Shay. So uh, much as I love as as Ugh, can't talk, Ashlyn. Um, I like Shay. I like I like her attitude. I like how she, she was scary lady. She, mm-hmm. she gave no fucks. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: she's just like yeah. What about you, Claire? I, I mean, I, I, I agree with Annie, but I, I loved Garrett. I, j- I just liked his attitude. Like, I want to go out on a bender with him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it would be fun to go with a bender on.
1: But I also like Dara for not taking, like, you know, not t- cowing to Tal and be like, no, you need to earn my respect. Yeah. Not just automatically giving it because of an accident of birth. Um, so I really like the fact one of my favourite scenes was Dara turning around going I am not gonna go and see that scary lady and I am certainly not telling the scary lady that she's in love with the second prince of Hearth no <laughs> no we're like
0: nah. no no she, she's, she's she's gonna straight up murder me when I say that I know her secret crush so uh uh-uh, uh not gonna do it
1: no Dara's got a head screwed on and I respect that yeah what about you i really liked kest yes sweet
0: sweet kest. yes i love that he you know just swoops in to save the day literally swoops literally, in as a bird
2: literally
0: swoops in. uh yeah i i really appreciated that i liked that well he's also magic and it's not the same magic but he's like yeah i'm a bird shrug um i but i also appreciated what we were talking about a little bit ago with him suffering from depression and they were just like okay well you know he's having a time right now where he's just gonna walk around the house wrapped up in a little blanket and that's just how he is right now and they're just like okay it's fine we'll take care of him and then he's a bird again, and then he comes in to save the day. I just, I don't know, I really liked Kest.
1: Well, if tower is a cinnamon roll, and if Athlon is a California roll, what's cast? Because he's precious, and must be saved at all costs. Mm. Does he also have to be some sort of roll? It feels like it, but it doesn't have to be. And seeing chicken wings feels a little... Like, that that a little feels a little derogatory. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, a little, a
0: little... I don't know if a any... A hush puppy? Aww. A little hush puppy? That's precious. What's a hush puppy? It's a tiny little bite of cornbread
2: that you oh. have
0: with your fish sticks.
2: <laughs>
0: when, yeah, <laughs> if he's when, a hush puppy,
1: said... then she has got to be something that goes with it.
0: Yeah, I can't... I, I, said guess,
1: that.
0: I can't think of anything that's like chicken... Chicken, really, it doesn't have to be chicken. Amanda, stop it. I can't think of anything that's bird, <laughs> well, that's bird if, related.
2: If, if he's a hush puppy, and that's like New Orleansy. Stuff. Oh, no, he can be like a beignet or a calla. Mm, yeah, and then and then, um, she has a bit
1: of coffee. Shay, to go is, with this.
2: Shay is like the 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 um cafe de monde, um, uh, cafe au lait. Yeah, she's like. Strong, but it's kind of sweet
0: sometimes.
1: Mm. Is cast a sharp cheddar and going... shared the bitter coffee.
0: No, because those don't go together.
1: Bitter,
0: bitter do do. coffee the it's freaking
1: delicious. I am not
0: gonna eat cheese coffee.
1: You don't have to put it in your mouth at the same time. You just Gross. have to kind of like share the palate. Mm mm. Not. Have you had that
2: that cheese that that it's it? it it tastes like peanut butter and it's goji go 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 something, and the husband loves it and he's like, oh, it's the peanut butter cheese, and I'm like, no, those two things oh. do not ever go together. I do is- not like peanut butter. Do you? Well, you're wrong. Do you know? You're wrong. What?
0: Do you know what just recently came out here in Arkansas? Cheese ice cream? Ew. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to eat that. I think it's like cheese dip, cheese dip ice cream, and the cone might be like a tortilla chip. And I am not into that.
1: Ew.
0: Nasty. Mm-mm.
2: No. Mm-mm. no. I don't, I don't yeah. want to.
1: Normally, normally, I would say I am not biased towards any cheese. But, in this instance, I'm feeling biased towards this cheese. You're not... <laughs> you're not going to enjoy this cheese i don't feel like i will because i'm getting like a the completely out of nowhere feeling that it's like a strong blue cheese which frozen is disgusting um
2: and and the peanut butter cheese that i can't remember its name it is also brown
1: no cheese
2: should it's not a be brown color.
1: no it's tea. No. yeah no. Right. So we're establishing that Kest and share are not a cheese. No. One of them is peanut butter, and the other one's jam. They're they're just. Or one's peanut... a marshmallow, and the other one is chocolate dip.
0: Yeah, that's that's fine. All of those things are fine.
1: Those'll work. Those'll work. I'm I'm googling peanut butter,
0: cheese. By the way.
2: Mm,
0: no, I don't. I think we should just skip over that
2: i'll i'll send you a picture of it or a link
0: i'll sh- it's, and it's- i will share these this cheese ice cream picture
2: of it or I, you know it's one of those things where that when you've mispronounced the name for so long and it's an inside joke that you don't remember the real name anymore yes. so it's the peanut butter cheese and i think it's i think it's sweetie. it's yeah it's it's not your normal cheats. Not- this is also a problem because for years we have said vaginas and Guatemala. So sometimes you go into a Mexican restaurant and you go, ah, the vaginas and the Guatemala, and then you sound like turmeric. So no! You know, you- no, no, no <laughs> one needs to
0: sound like that.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm looking at pictures of this cheese ice cream dipping. It's n- n- lobolito. Yeah, lo- lob lolly
0: mm-hmm. yeah they yeah. have good ice cream but not mm-mm. i don't i don't want to have this please please never mm-mm. um more, so more other th- other than the cheese ice cream w- are there any other surprises that anyone yes encountered <laughs>
1: yes i am going to see my surprise because i'm going to reference what you said at the beginning or these link back to what you said at the beginning mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where you're like i can't ex- i can't remember the exact words but just like what you expect from the story i was expecting some gear boy pirates yes from the front cover i was expecting a couple of young lovers meet at sea there might be a kidnapping it's pirates whatever i was expecting one of them to be a pirate no nobody was pirates no, well, no, I mean, there were pirates, there were pirates. Shocking, but yes.
0: Yeah.
1: The whole story was a surprise for me. And bear in mind, I have had this book in my e-library for over <laughs> a year. I have looked at the back of the summary recommended several times. <laughs> I have you
2: to- literally, that is the phrase you messaged me. Annie, would you like to talk gay boy pirates in September with us?
1: that? Was <laughs> literally- it's not gay boy pirates. No. It's freaking <laughs> magic and mermen and sea witches. It's a fantasy story with assassinations and political intrigue. What yeah. the what? Yeah. I was totally, like, I literally finished listening to it. I did a, a one-day listen-through because I- in the office again. And I was like... What? And I knew I was the first one out of the three of us to have listened to it. Yeah, I, I, I was, was so I was the last desperate. one. Yeah, I was so desperate to say, what the hell have I just listened to? But not in a bad way, because I actually enjoyed it more for it. Because it felt like it was less of a romance and more of a getting from point A to point B to try and stop a war. Yeah. And I appreciated it more for that. But yeah, freaking mermaid magic and sea witches it was ariel the little mermaid with two boys
2: yeah i I read that somewhere that it was a, a retelling of the little mermaid but i've never actually read the little mermaid so i don't know you know but yeah i was very much surprised when um yeah, we had a merman and it, which, you know, I, like I say, I love a merman. So, but it it was not what I was expecting. I do have to say that given their age and this, I appreciated that the, the, the scene where he says, um, you promised to show me what a be- a royal bed feels like. He's like, I didn't need it like that. Um, I appreciated that that faded to black, which, you know happily read some some sexy times but i thought in this case it was very it it worked well in the story it was very appropriate because it was such a sweet story Mm -hmm. we didn't need to like yeah i was actually
0: i was almost worried about that i thought oh i mean fine that it's happening lovely wonderful but I was worried that it was about to get a lot saucier than it had been the entire rest of the book. I kind of was afraid that it wasn't going to fade to black and I was going to be like, whoa. Yeah. No. It's so, really yeah.
1: appropriate to, to read those scenes as an adult reading YA. Like, as an adult reading adult sexy scenes, fine, bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah, bring it on, You'll yeah. Have it with toast and a cup of tea. But for YA, I don't want to read sexy scenes. Yeah. Which is quite, I mean, Ever After was bloody awful as well. <laughs> Plus, it was just a bad book. No, After. Not yeah, Ever After. After. Oh, yeah, After. Was oh. one of the other ones called Ever I don't know. I look at the series and just one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that, Folly.
2: But yeah, I did appreciate it, it was a, a fade to black story. I thought given the... the um... The age of the characters that it was YA. It was it was it was. I liked it. I mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. it it was good that way. Yeah. But, um. Which also I read a Goodreads review where and we've talked about this in our group chat about somebody. uh, This was a book that somebody said it's just so YA, and that that kind of review just irks me yeah that it's just so ya because it's ya yeah that's
0: not that's not a thing like you you can say it's too juvenile for you but it it can't be too young adult because that's literally what it is
1: yeah yeah so but
0: yeah yeah weird
1: what were your surprises
0: I was also surprised when you were like, hey, Amanda, you're going to like this so much more than you thought you were going to because, you know, magic. Um, But I was really upset that it was not revealed that Corey had any sort of ability because there was one moment and I can't. I can't exactly remember what it was, but it just felt like there was some foreshadowing that she could like see. Not necessarily the future, but she had some sort of extra sight. And okay. I thought she was gonna get some some sort of something.
2: Yeah. But she didn't. Uh, yeah, she yeah, she you 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 felt like there was there was more to her story. I did.
0: I did. So, you know, maybe there will be more of Cory in the future.
1: There's a lot of loose ends. Like, not necessarily loose ends, but lo- lots of places. Dangling that tentacles. we can go to. Yeah, lots of dan- dangling, dangling tentacles. Dangling tentacles. Yes. <laughs>
0: um, is it,
1: big Is big it big time? It is time! It is time! It's time! Arr. Is it time! Yo ho! I have oh, not done enough pirate speech. I want to my voice on International Talk Like a Pirate Day because I literally talk like a pirate all day at work for eight hours solid. I pissed off so many people. Well, well. you know,
0: it's it's coming up, so you you've it's got time.
1: It's yeah, yeah, it's coming up. What um, of the week is it? Because that will. I think on it's a you... because Monday because it is my wedding anniversary. <laughs>
0: yeah. That is perfect. That is. Perfect. It is. And... Um
2: we we have been married longer than talk like a pirate day has been a thing, but we you know, we sell so, you know, we gotta celebrate both the things. So,
1: right. Um yeah. Alrighty. Right. It we would you rather die? <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna continue that because you want people to listen. <laughs>
2: Fun fact: You can um, the and uh, you Amanda probably knows this because she's a librarian. Um, the Mango app that you get to learn languages uh, from your library does have a pirate. It
1: does lesson.
2: It does. It does. It has, yeah. You can. It has. You can learn to speak pirate.
1: I, you could, you could change Facebook over to pirate as well at one point.
2: <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, that was a long
1: time ago. I don't know if you can still do that. I don't know, but I only had it on for about a week before I was like, I can't understand a word that's on it. <laughs> 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 oh, anyway. One. Anywho, would you rather? can <coughs> Cannon fire, cannon fire, cannon fire. We asked on social media, would you rather be a pirate or a mer-person? On Facebook, 71% said mer-person. On Instagram, 54% said pirate. On Twitter, it was straight up 50-50. And on TikTok, it was 69% said pirate. Hmm. Interesting, interesting, Mr. Bond. We have comments, lots of comments. Mints on Facebook said, I've gone pirate, but only as long as it's the romanticised version of pirates, rather than the actual historical ones. I'd rather not have scurvy. No, yeah, let's
2: not. not have scurvy. And I like to bathe, so, you know, if you're really going to be a pirate, you're going to have to give up ba- bathing mm. and dental hygiene. And yeah. I think a lot of them could
1: swim, even. Bad
2: luck. Yeah. Um, coral
0: on facebook chooses merperson that wishes to be a pirate and i think it's funny that she went merperson first because we had some other comments like in some library comments that are like a like a pirate that is also a merperson but coral chooses
1: merperson first i like it i like it Colin on Facebook said, I believe the correct answer is pirate. Having a crew around you, being able to wear a peg leg with no danger of judgement for anyone else. Permission to shout yo-ho at the top of your voice at every available opportunity. I'm pretty sure these things are the best things in life. Constance, on Facebook,
0: son of a bitch, she's just fully regressed. All of her responses are are in song form again. It's degenerated. Yes, yeah. I don't
2: even know what that is. I thought it was she was just being kind of salacious. I is that a song? It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a song. The little
0: mermaid. It's a little mermaid song. Oh, yeah.
2: oh yes. They,
1: okay, yeah. It's about to yeah. the crab. Yeah.
0: Okay. Life is better down where it's
1: wetter. Take it from me. <laughs> What do they got? A lot of sad. We got a hot crustacean band. I'm glad
0: that you went like big band just then. Like, oh yeah. Oh, twenties,
1: maybe. That's how I sing it. I know all of the words to that one. My son once only ever listened to that one song on repeat. That's fantastic. It's been a long
2: time since I I, I watched that movie, you know. Even though I don't have children, I still like to watch all the Disney movies for all the funny stuff they put in for the parents who had to go and watch. Yeah.
1: I would argue Disney is not for children. Yeah. I would it's argue fine. right now, but the the, the podcast's probably gone long enough. Brie on Facebook said supernatural creature with the voice to clean people to their dooms. Or oh, scurvy. Gimme them gills.
2: I like gimme them gills.
1: Give me
2: them gills. I like it.
0: Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me them gills. I like it. L20kev on Instagram. I'm so glad that Kevin is back. I'm so glad. I really missed all of Kevin's comments. And I will
1: say, Kev, I have asked my steward family members, and they are going to get back to me with an answer to last week's Would You Rather question. That's good. Ass or
0: crotch. He really needed to know the answer to that question. So his reply this time was really tough. Being a pirate looks cool, but there's lots of death. Food supply issues, and pirates always seem hot, sweaty, and stinky. As a merman, there's tons of fish to eat, although technically you'd be eating your friends, and I think you wouldn't need to wear deodorant anymore. However... Must be a, a hell of a lot of fish pee you're drinking daily, which I'm not sure I'm okay with. So I'm gonna say pirate.
1: <laughs> that was just an adventure. It was. That was an adventure over the high seas and then under the high seas and then back over the high it seas. It was. It was. Uh...
2: That's that's like that meme of. Um no i'm not gonna drink water fish fucking that so. <laughs> I, I assume it's okay to say fuck as many times as i want on the podcast
1: oh yeah go you, for
2: you've it. listened <laughs> to, the, to the podcast before right <laughs> you,
1: you did hear me drop yeah. the c-bomb earlier yeah you did
0: <gasps> you did say gunned earlier so it's fine just like you so... i know i know um, we had some good comments from the library as well. I was pleased with the answers this time. Um, someone wanted to be a pirate merperson, and <laughs> oh, can I read one? Can I read this you one? You can,
1: you can. A rusty, scurvy dog's,
2: tis a beautiful thing the briny deep,
1: unless ye must walk the plank. Yeah, yeah.
0: Someone else just said, "I am a merperson." And then someone else doesn't, wants to be a pirate because they don't want to be in the water that much. And I think my favorite one is pirate. They are my second favorite thing next to
1: dinosaurs.
0: And they go on cool adventures and there is treasure and I love them.
1: I love that answer as well. It's really good
0: because it's all one sentence. So what's everyone else going to choose?
2: I um, saw this question and immediately went with Coral on this. I am going to be a mer person who engages in piracy. So I can have (laughs) the best of both worlds. Um, And because of that, I think i voted um one on facebook and one on instagram so <laughs> i i skewed your 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 because yeah i'm gonna be a mer person who engages in piracy i really
0: love your word choice that you are a mer person who engages in
2: piracy <laughs> i don't know why i love it so much but i do <laughs> We're gonna, we're gonna do some pirating. Yeah. I love it. We're gonna Just get our
1: pirate on. And go. Hmm. Let's engage in some. Boys. Let's engage in some it's piracy an- today. Let's do to crime. Let's go to engage <laughs> oh, let's in piracy. Let's do, do crimes. An ex-
2: exception. Uh. Uh. uh, uh and an amend amendment addition, whatever that word. Amendment. Is. Uh, n- amendment to this. I specifically want the bathtub in the san andreas shifters pack house in the master bathroom because they have put a tub in with a mermaid shaped tub tail tub so that marvin can can get in the water and let his tail out so i i'm gonna i want to i want to be a mer person who has a fancy tub where we so we don't have to let her tail just hang over the edge we want to
0: but you also want to engage in piracy.
2: <laughs> and once I get out of the tub, and you know I'm sufficiently relaxed, then I will go out and I will engage in some
1: piracy <laughs> and see some, some sea shanty, bobbing foam. I've uh, just yes, got this image I of you sitting with at breakfast. You know, you, you know, you're having some poached eggs on toast. You know, some smashed avocado, a nice cup of tea. You just kind of take that sip, look out the window, and go. Yeah, I'm going to engage in some piracy today. i just get up and go <laughs> and do it. Yeah, let's, to, let's do some
2: piracy today.
1: I feel a little piratey. You've got the hat. You've it's got the perfect. love hat. It's, hat. it's perfect. Head it's to got... toe, you are ready to I go. I got the boots.
2: It's perfect. I got the
1: boots. I love it. Why are you still here? Go and engage in some piracy. Go <laughs> engage in
0: in piracy. <laughs> you know, I, I was going to choose merperson... But I'm not, I'm not anymore because I want to engage in piracy. So I'm going to be a pirate, <laughs> just
1: so I can engage in piracy. I'm joining the crew. I'm engaging in some piracy as well. Let's do it. Um, yeah. I think
2: we might need a fictional hangover T-shirt that says,
1: <laughs> "says, my person
2: who engages in piracy." I think you're
0: right. I think you're right. I'm, I'm gonna ta- I'm gonna take a note. I'm gonna take a note right now
1: going
0: on. You're welcome. <laughs> God, there's, there's so many images are going through my I head know. right now. I know. It's so good. Alright. Um, okay, uh, next question. Would you rather shift into a bird or a cat?
1: We're not restricted into what kind of bird or cat are we?
0: No. But I feel like if there's not a parrot involved what? engaging
1: in piracy I, I wanna Pirates be are on the list of birds I do not like mm. oh. You don't have to be I a wanna parrot be,
2: I want to be a cat simply for the attitude just to like can... <laughs> just, just fuck shit oh up goodness. And then you just lay there smugly, and
1: and yeah. I'd be you a cat. go and engage in your piracy. Just you know, bring the scritches when you va- when you come back.
0: Yeah, I, I I would probably also like to be a cat.
1: If I were a bird, I would choose penguin because I like penguins. But I'm going to go with cat. But I'm not going to be a little piddly little house cat. I'm going to be like a panther or something. Are you going to be a panther man? I'm gonna be a panther man. Oh, I'm going big cat. Are you? Are you?
2: But you're gonna be a one that can uh, like actually do it. You're not gonna like half-ass it. Like
1: no something. half-assing. No, it's not gonna be the hunter, barbarian, panther. You're
0: cat. moving to hot shot. Oh God, no! I'm gonna no. <laughs> no, you've already said it. Damn it! It's <laughs> canon. It is.
2: Although, I mean, if you were gonna, gu- if if I was going to be a bird um a puffin because they're just like so adorable yeah they're they're precious um, they're precious
0: i feel like i would that is my... i would like to be like a hawk or something like a violent
1: bird have you seen those really scary looking like the ones that have got like the, the size of people but the bills are just freaking huge you look at them and think how are you not a mythical creature i can't remember what they're they're called I'm gonna Google big scary, <laughs> big, scary bird. Big scary bird. Yes. Big scary bird. Big scary bird. My favorite bird. name for a bird is a blue footed booby. Oh, there it is. It's the first one that comes up. A, a titmouse. you a know, tip. you know, I almost said
0: that, and I was like, no, I don't, I don't think that's right. It, but I almost there, yeah, said it.
2: Like, there, I. I knew this, but also because day before yesterday I was at Barnes and Noble and there was a mug that had like all the, 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 the bad, suggestive, not wrong, bad, all those sort of names on a, on a, on a mug. Um, I would have purchased said mug, but it was way too small. Like Mm. it was, yeah, it needed, it wasn't hefty enough, but yeah.
1: Yeah, okay, I almost... so the, the scary bird is a um, it's a shoe bill, it's a shoe, really? shoe bill stork, also known dubbed as death pelican. Ooh, <laughs> I'm into that. I like That's... a death pelican. A death it's pelican, freaking huge. Let... There you go. It's got like a hook at the at the end of its beak. So Let's Google that. Let's just
2: get it right in the name there. What we're what we're all about. We are a death pelican. Death yeah. pelican.
1: Yeah, freaking huge. Yeah. Anywho, yeah. So, are we all officially answering cat of some variety? Apparently, but we also have our birds yeah. picked out just in case. Right,
2: just in case. Yeah, you just know. In case.
1: Okay. Kind
0: of. Yeah. It's good to okay. be prepared. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> Next, would you rather, Annie? You asking this one?
2: Oh, would you rather have a coming of age tour or just go on a bender with Garrett? <laughs> Garrett seems like he would be a fun person to go on a pub crawl with. I mean, he would know all the spots. He would get you free booze. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's... it's. And the the coming-of-age tour sounded really fun, except it didn't really go that well, so... It lasted a day. Yeah, it lasted a day. So um if it was a good tour yeah i would be all about that but since in this in this instance in this book the tour lasted a day and then you were um enslaved and <laughs> and kidnapped and tortured and
1: held in chains mm-hmm. yeah all the yeah
2: tor- yeah all that no I'm, yeah let's just go on a bender with garrett what Besides, country? I think he's probably—you know—I I think he was described as—you know—he was—he was rocking that—that that, um captainy of the boat look. So yeah, we could—we could go on a vendor. He'd be fun and pretty to look at too.
1: But he can't get out the rose garden. Um... He can't
2: get out the rose garden. No, that is Emmerich. Rock- yeah but the bless God. him
1: and his stupidity. And we can't, Garrett can get out of the rose garden. He should, he's the head of the navy. He needs to be able to do that.
2: And it was a rose garden that was bare of it, it. was like a w- in the winter, so there's like no leaves. It wasn't like a rose garden when they were in bloom. It
1: was <laughs> It's like that rose garden they saw last last year, where it was literally one rose bush in a pot. Yeah, that's not that's <laughs> one not rose a bush in a pot does not a garden make. Anywho coming of age tour or going on a bender does the coming of age tour need to be on a boat suppose um, if it's appropriate to this story it kind of does because fun fact I get seasick you're just going to be barfing the whole time well it depends on the boat to be honest if I'm on a ferry I've been fine but when I went on an actual cruise ship for an actual week of cruising I was like sitting on deck all the time looking at the horizon because I felt sick if I went anywhere, if I was anywhere else where there was no fresh air. However, I have been on a long, um, uh, toll boat as well in the Aegean Sea. And that was hella fun. And I did not get seasick there once. Best meatballs of my life on that ship. <laughs> um,
2: I think it has something to do with the cruise ship thing because personally, I think that just sounds like hell on earth a vacation on a cruise ship with 4,000 people and you can't get away from them? It was
1: a very we... big cruise ship.
2: Okay, well, yeah, because I'm like, no. And then you get off at the port and all 4,000 of your people come with you into the little bitty town? No, no, we don't. In
1: all here. fairness, the cruise I went on, uh, went into was in the Mediterranean Sea and we went to Rome and Naples and Pompeii oh, yeah. and Malta yeah. and, you know, it was smaller groups. It, uh, okay. We, I did. I've done a, a walking tour of Rome because of it. So, you know, we were broken off into very small groups. In fact, it was just me, my mum, and my brother at one point, just around. Mm. Oh, now that,
2: that, see that 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 kind of. We, we only actually um,
1: have I, one full day at sea.
2: And I would do the um, the ad that happens um, before every episode of Masterpiece <laughs> on the the river cruise. So, yeah if you watch masterpiece on pbs you get a river a viking river cruise ad before everything and so it's like yeah i want to go on that but, <laughs> yes. up, up the european rivers but no i i don't want to go to cozumel
1: nordic cruise through the fjords and then you end up at places where the northern lights are That's the- mm. i would do that Anywho, here i'm going on a bender with Garrett.
2: I okay. I feel like well, well.
0: I'm a little bit disappointed here in that no one, no one, has leaned into the coming of age, because <laughs> that's what Garrett's tour was. Yeah, I'm. am oh, yeah. a little. I'm a little upset that nobody went there.
1: I think it's because it's yeah We don't want to go there. But
0: that's exactly what Garrett did when he went on oh, his yeah. coming of age tour. So oh. I mean, don't don't go near
1: Garrett with a UV light.
0: It's not appropriate. I'm just upset that nobody went there.
1: You did, so it's fine. Oh, okay.
0: That's right. You're right. You're <laughs> right. You're right. It's fine. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I guess, I guess, I. that's like, that's not my scene. I'm upset that nobody went there and nobody made that joke except for me, but I feel like I would have to go on like a regular coming of age tour. I'd have to be like the boring one. Because I'm not super into drinking and fucking. <laughs> so, I'm just, so I'm going to regular, regular, boring old coming of age door. Well, yeah. It's fine. It's
2: fine. I can see your point because, you know, you do reach a certain age when you're like, you want to stay out to Halloween? Yeah. Can, can we... Can't I just I like go and help you all? And- at midnight, because I was like, oh my god, they won't go home, Everybody, they, they don't want to go home and I found a place to set and I'm reading a book on my phone. Yeah. So can't I just like,
0: go and help people?
1: And that's what I do. If, if that's what you want to do, then that's fine. I'm just getting drunk with Garris, so I'm not doing anything else, and it's been a long, 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 long time since I've been even tipsy so it's going to be one drink and I'll, be done. I'll be asleep
2: i you know i i do like my whiskey um so i can i can hang with garrett for a while you know yeah we'll i'll just we doctored we... coffees it's fine and then we'll know you know there's that moment when you go no, nope, that's it it's time to stop it right. now Mm-mm. done no more
1: done yeah to be fair, I think it'd be quite early on Garrett will be absolutely bladdered, and then he'd find companionship and he'd bugger off and fuck whoever he's found. So you just kind of in there and go, you know what? I'm just going to get my book out. Get a book out.
2: I think,
1: out. think that's he's fine. Just
0: gonna sit book. I feel like there should have been a sea shanty or something involved.
1: It's there'll definitely be some dirty sea shanties i was listening to sea shanties yesterday weirdly <laughs> the, the hubby I... just randomly put on it's a canadian french canadian band called the dreadnoughts and i was like what am i listening to and they were singing sea shanties in french but then they changed to english as well i highly recommend it it was very entertaining
2: I was thinking today I needed to get out my um um pi- my the my C D uh my music from the, the pirate bands from the Renaissance fair. Um and listen to Drunken Heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Which is full of double entendres. That is and w- triple wonderful. entendres. <laughs> um Drunken I feel like a couple of weeks ago
0: I was um, we're talking. Well, we went to see um, the the band, the Decemberists, and they have a sea shanty called "The Mariner's Revenge." I, like we were talking about that in our group chat together a couple yeah. weeks ago. But also, then there's that that other musical group, um, Turquoise Jeep, that I really like, and then they have the song. It's a it's a pirate song. Treat me like a pirate and give me that
1: booty. possibly the best name song in the world ever yeah yeah how'd we get
0: here what happened
1: if you like this we've recommended that right
0: if you liked (laughs) this try this we're not there yet it's not
1: it's not it's not time for that yet for once we're actually covering music anyway. we're on the question four are we I think so. <laughs> yes. Would
0: you rather make a deal with a sea witch to have legs, or to find your family?
2: As I have pointed out on numerous occasions, um, come from a fucked up family. So there's no, I didn't, no, I don't want to find them. People fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. Now we'll we'll take the legs and and move on out of there. I like it. Do I get Take to the, keep the shape of the legs? Take the legs and run. <laughs> Take the legs and run. Take the legs and run. Don't look back. Perfect. Take the legs and run and don't look back.
0: You need the legs to run. <laughs>
2: yes,
1: exactly. So, yeah.
0: Take the legs and run. Like,
1: you can't beat that response. Let's just move on. <laughs>
2: All right. All
1: right. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's nothing there's nothing better than that. Next question. Happy to help. God, Annie, you're so good. <laughs> I'm so glad you're on this episode with us.
2: I I when it comes to things piratey and and talking smack about family, I am I am there. It's perfect.
1: We need to find a book that's just talking smack about family. We because do. it's delightful. We do. Oh, anywho. Do you want to answer this, or should we just move on? No, because there's, it was possibly the greatest answer there's ever. There's
0: nothing better than take the legs and run.
1: <laughs> Last question. <laughs> I'm just going to hand over that to Annie to, to answer. Would you rather give a seashell of your blood to a sea witch, which may adversely impact your descendants, but you save your beloved, or give your life to the sea witch and enter into servitude with her, becoming one with the ocean, but not knowing how you will be treated.
2: I'm, I am very proudly child free by choice. Woo! Same!
0: Same!
2: Same! Same! Uh, I am happy to be an auntie. I am like an awesome auntie. Um, so I did, you know, descendants, I'm not actually going to have any. So other than the ones that I take in and whatnot, so no, I just don't care about them No. <laughs> so yeah, we'll, we'll just yeah, take seashell, just a little seashell, shell of blood and you know, if somebody down the line it's a problem, well it'll build character, they'll they'll sort it out. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. You don't know she's up to you evil can have with some that.
1: Character building curses and tentacles. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's fine. And you don't I know don't she's care. gonna
2: do something bad with that seashell of blood. I mean, maybe she just wants a seashell of blood for For funsies. For funsies, you know. <laughs> Oh, she might be a vampire, a vampire sea witch, because we're all vampires all the time. Yeah. Yes. So Why she might be a vampire sea witch. Why the heck
1: yeah. not?
2: Why the heck not? Yeah. So yeah, we're, yeah. And I don't, don't want to be in service to anyone. See the, the previous comment about taking the lexicon. <laughs>
1: Amanda I feel like you'll the same response yeah Yeah. I'm going to become one with the sea because then I will be beautiful and terrible and be able to be like cause shipwrecks and gain power and I might be entering into servitude for X amount of time but eventually I'll overthrow the bitch and I will be the sea witch which you'll be making some bargains with yeah I just you would be excellent which i could see you as in that
0: yeah i just want to i just want to be a monster so
1: <laughs> you can be my crafting. thanks all right i, I yeah
0: i really just i really just feel like <sighs> would you rather should have ended taking the legs <sighs> and running that just should have been the end <laughs> we should have just been like you know, done there is You no can more. cut that
2: out. You can you can cut that other stuff out. Yeah, so, just end yeah. it. Just
0: end it there. That's yeah. all that... Just end it. Bye folks. <laughs> and cool. That's the end. Okay. <clears throat> um favorite final thought quote. What have we got? Some good.
1: Huh? Do you want to go first? I feel sure. like you should.
2: I was singing, you were caterwauling, <laughs> um, and, uh, let's see. Um, I want to be alone together with you. Like, oh. Just, yeah. You're, you got your baggage. I got mine. We'll just come together and we'll carry, all carry it and be awesome. Um, let's. I love the, I've got two and they're kind of the same, but I like the, um, um, he had a merman who'd never left the side of the sea, who had a bounty on his head, a forbidden magic under his skin, a family in mourning, a snake in his household, a kingdom on the brink of war. And he had more to think about than puffs of breath skirting across the skin of his neck and a lean body pressed against his back. Mm. So I like the listing of all the things. And then there, then my last one is... They kissed and kissed, and Tal would have thought it was a fairy tale if not for the sand in his collar, the water in his boots, and the ache of his body, but he wouldn't trade it for anything else. Cause, you know, the the, the sea looks all romantic and everything until you get sand in your delicate bits.
1: Nobody likes sunwork chiefs. No. No, yep, yeah, so yeah. Do you want to
0: do you want to share yours, Claire?
1: I have four quarts. Okay. Yes. Four. Three for fun and one not. Okay. The first one's Garrett. Now what is comforting? Mead and ale and companionship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good. Tal, I make exceptions for myths from the sea. Oh, yeah, you do. Everyone will make an exception for a myth from the sea. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and then my favourite Athlon quote "Well, you're nice to look at of course I am, I'm a woman he winked (laughs) of course I am they're pretty,
2: they're always pretty yeah
1: (laughs) and Tal's life lesson throughout the entire book is now we must control the narrative. Mm. And I like that. I like the idea of taking control of the narrative. Especially, you know, in, you know, modern world is so crappy in a lot of respects. Uh, it, sometimes you've got to try and grasp it and take hold of it and change it to what you need it to be. Sometimes you got to take the legs and run. Sometimes you got to take the legs and run. <laughs> sometimes you got to take the legs and run. <laughs> What have you
0: got? I feel like I feel like all of mine are just kind of precious this time. Well, you've got to have your cinema rules and your California yeah. rolls. Um, She'd known about Tal even before he told her that he was attracted to the athletic squires and the beautiful ladies of the court and those who identified somewhere in between. She'd merely smiled and cupped his reddened cheeks and her jeweled fingers and told him he was fortunate to have so many people to choose from for his potential spouse, when and if he wanted one. And whoever he did choose would be lucky to have him.
2: That is the most just wonderful, lovely thing in this book. Yeah. That, that just it just gives you all the feels and touches your heart because it's just so wonderful i want to live in that world
0: Um, i also like we were wrong to think your soft heart was a weakness yeah and also the world isn't kind but that doesn't mean i can't can't be. It's true. I know, I know. I know. They were all precious this time. I, I, I don't know. I you don't know what's wrong with me.
1: Just picked precious. Something's knocking at the the, the the door of your heart and going, to... hello. Hi, hello. Hi. Delivery. Hi there. <laughs> hey. Hey
2: there. You, you can, you know we can go back to spooky soon I we mean, need to we need
1: next we, week don't actually, worry actually like,
2: we're gonna go back to dark when we talk th- when we <sighs> for the next vampire book club because
1: it went dark yeah okay okay so we'll be back there okay uh, next month's halloween month yay, this is the first month, the first month of halloween though september is the first month of halloween Yes.
0: all right um if you liked this try this what are we suggesting
2: we're gonna slide in there. Is not our not our official one, but uh, for a merman, you really need to read Gail Carriger's *Marine Biology*. Uh, *Marvin the Merman* is delightful, and then just read all the read the entire thing. But my official one, my official choice, is because as soon as as I thought you know, it was like, oh, you got to pick a if you like this, read this. *The Gentleman's Guide to Vice and Virtue* by Mackenzie Lee. I, but you have to go with the audio because even she says, don't read my, don't read the print copy of my book. Go get the audio book because it's so wonderful. Um, It's Christian Coulson. Oh, Christian Coulson. I love you. And I watched an interview with him. Um, before the last book in the in the, that series came out and he talked about the different ways that he did the narration about how that when he does uh, Monty he gets all like laid back and all like does it and then Percy is like the, yeah so he has like even the way he sits whilst he's recording features into it so but yeah so um, this is the uh, description is uh, off of the author's website henry monty montague was born and bred to be a gentleman but he was never one to be tamed. the finest boarding schools in england and the constant disapproval of his father haven't been able to curb any of his roguish passions not for gambling halls late nights spent with bo- with a bottle of spirits or waking up in the arms of women or men But as Monty embarks on his grand tour of Europe, his quest for a life filled with pleasure and vice is in danger of coming to an end. Not only does his father expect him to take over the family's estate upon his return, but Monty is also nursing an impossible crush on his best friend and traveling companion, Percy. Percy. Still, it isn't in Monty's nature to give up, Even with his younger sister Felicity in tow, he vows to make this year-long escapade one last hedonistic hurrah and flirt with Percy from Paris to Rome. But when one of Monty's reckless decisions turns their trip abroad into a harrowing manhunt that spans across Europe, it calls into question everything he knows, including his relationship with the boy he adores. It is... Delightful! It has romance and pirates and swashbuckling and and all sorts of shenanigans. It's just it's just one of my favorite things. And as I say, it is one that I love in audio. And so I don't even have a print copy. I just I have the audiobook. Um The entire series is kind of along. The, it's a trilogy. I'm sorry. Um, there's more pirates in the second book, which is the sister story. Mm -hmm. And so it has a woman's narrator. And then the third book goes, um, to the third son and it goes back to, um, Christian Coulson. So, and Percy and Monty are somewhere in it. Yes. The Gentleman's Guide to Vice and Virtue. I'm really glad you picked that
0: one. And I honestly thought claire
1: was gonna read that one i <laughs> thought she was gonna pick that one so i'm glad i'm glad that you picked that one i was gonna i really was gonna but i had an inkling that i was gonna be annie pick that one because yeah. of conversations that we've had about it yeah uh
2: yeah i because i've like talked about it
1: billions of times
2: of when people when i when you get to talking about books and there's a pirate the gentleman's
1: kind to buy support virtue. Which has been covered on this podcast? It has, has been. <sighs> was it
2: in the before times?
1: Yes, it was in the before. However, times. Felicity's book has me on it. It, it does. has me in it. It does. It's wonderful. It was my first ever appearance first, on the podcast. Your first time to be on the show. I was in the Rathers. <laughs>
0: All right. Claire, you want to share
1: yours? Yes. Um I have gone for um a retelling. And it, I was looking at a list on EpicReads.com and it's why queer retellings that might be even better than the classics. And it was a very interesting list so I do actually highly recommend people check it out. And the one that stood out for me, I haven't read it, was because um I have read the originals. And it's a retelling of The Three Musketeers. I thought I was, I thought when I was a teenager I would be all intellectual, so I read The Three Musketeers and uh, The Man in the Iron Mask. And this one is called One for All by uh, Lily Leonov. And the summary is Blackwells. Because it's shorter than what was on the white big at up. And mine was long. It was like... Oh no, I just, I get lazy when I'm reading these. <laughs> Especially because there's a lot of French and I, as M- Mademoiselle Montroli said, I have the worst French accent. Tanya de Bats is most herself with a sword in her hand. Everyone thinks she, her dizziness makes her just a sick girl, but she wants to be a fencer like her father, a former musketeer. Then Papa is mysteriously murdered and as his dying wish, he sends Tanya to finishing school. Ooh. Ooh. But La Académie de Meraz is so much more. It's a training ground for th- new musketeers. Women who are socialites on the surface, but who seduce men into giving up secrets and don't shy away from sword fights. Tanya finally feels like she's found her sisters, a place where she belongs. But when she's torn between duty and dizzying emotion, she must decide where her loyalties lie or risk losing everything. It also reminds me of our current excessively British read-throughs of the Finishing School series Mm -hmm. by Gail Carriger. Um, And I thought this was an appropriate place to put both of them together into the little mixing pot. just sounds wonderful. It does, doesn't it? What have you got, Amanda?
0: I went completely different. Um, The Mm -hmm. one that I chose, it's such a good series and I really, really like it. it's called Of Poseidon by Anna Banks. And it's not anything like either of yours. <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing? Galen is the prince of the Cyrena, sent to land to find a girl he's heard he can communicate with fish. Emma is on a vacation at the beach. When she runs into Galen, literally, ouch... Both teens sense a connection, but it will take several encounters, including a deadly one with a shark, for Galen to be convinced of Emma's gifts. Now, if only he can convince Emma that she holds the key to his kingdom.
1: Is the kingdom. His penis.
0: His penis might be involved. Um... I read this one a while ago. Uh, one of, gosh, it was, it was a while ago. One of my teens, when I was a teen librarian in West Palm Beach, suggested this one. And it was great. And we learned that Galen, he's, he's a merman. But we learned that his tail goes side to side like a shark's. So I just, I just really liked that. So,
1: Do you know what I'm very surprised we haven't mentioned? The fictional hangover merlion. Which is the correct way any merfolk should be. Yes. Fish head, <laughs> lion butt. Yes. Gosh. It's the merlion. Anywho. Indie Spotlight. What do you got?
0: Okay. So um, this one is called Monsters Born and Made by... Hanvi Burwa, 16-year-old Coral, and her older brother, Emmerich. Oh my gosh, Emmerich! <gasps> <I don't gasps> Hashtag tenuous leg. Hashtag tenuous
2: Is he from Texas? Oh no. <laughs> are we going to go to the
0: honky-tonk? <laughs> we are. We're going to honky-tonk with Emmerich. Oh,
2: we can go to the honky-tonk with Garrett. We can!
0: We should. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Sixteen-year-old Coral and her older brother Emric risk their lives each day to capture the monstrous Maristags that live in the Black Seas around their island. They have to, or else their family will starve. In an oceanic world swarming with vicious beasts, the landers, the ruling elite, have indentured Coral's family to provide the Maristags for the glory race, a deadly chariot tournament reserved for the upper class. The winning contender receives gold and glory. The others, if they're lucky, survive. When the last Maristag of the year escapes and Coral has no new Maristag to sell, her family's financial situation takes a turn for the worse, and they can't afford medicine for their chronically ill little sister. Coral's only choice is to do what no one in the world has ever dared. Cheat her way into the glory race. But every step of the way is unpredictable as Coral races against contenders, including her ex-boyfriend, who have trained for this their whole lives and who have no intention of letting a low-caste girl steal their glory. When a rebellion rises and rogues attack Coral to try and force her to drop out, she must choose her life or her sister's before the whole island burns. She grew up battling the monsters that live in the Black Seas, but it couldn't prepare her to face the cunning cruelty of the ruling elite. Mm. So that's it for this episode of Fictional Hangover. I'm Amanda.
2: And I'm Claire. And I'm Vigilante.
0: (laughs) Join us next time as we discuss clown in a cornfield 2 by adam caesar mm. yeah we've gotten back into the blood and guts and i'm so excited <laughs>
1: you can find us at fictionalhangover.com follow us on instagram at fictionalhangover find us on facebook at facebook.com slash fictional hangover and on twitter at fictional hangover no er if you'd like this episode check out our others and rate review and subscribe so you don't miss out and finally special thanks to liz emerson for our music you can find her on facebook and patreon thanks for listening